challenging to live your Catholic faith at a secular university. Join Trisha Tembrell as she interviews Catholic Christians as they live out their faith in dynamic ways, sharing how to dialogue, not debate, the issues and Catholic teachings that most affect our culture. So put in your earpods and lace up your shoes as we run the race toward heaven together. Welcome to Made for Greatness, a Catholic Trojan podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Made for Greatness, a Catholic Trojan podcast. My name is Trisha Tembrell. I'm one of the campus ministers here at Caruso Catholic Center at USC, and I hope you are enjoying the series Adulting 101, where we are exploring our Catholic faith at a secular university in the midst of navigating the ins and outs of college life. When putting together this series, I knew we needed to discuss how to remain healthy, body, mind, and spirit as we return to campus post-pandemic. Let's admit it, most college students don't put health or self-care at the top of their to-do list. When you're caught up in the whirlwind of classes, extracurriculars, work, friendship, and midterms, it's easy to ignore a task that doesn't come with a deadline, even if that task is simply taking care of you. Quickly, we become overwhelmed and excited by the intensity of college life, failing to maintain our physical, mental, and spiritual health. So if you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, don't punish yourself by pushing your mind and your body to the limits. Instead, take the next half hour to take care of yourself and listen as I interview our very new Catholic Center Liturgy Director and a personal friend of mine for about 20 years. We're not that old, trust us. Uh, my good friend, Francis Cabildo. Francis, welcome to Made for Greatness. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Trisha. It's good to be here. I know. Yeah. I can't believe you're here. I'm just excited that you're here. Yeah, it's been, I mean, we've worked together for a number of different things, but not really working together in the same office. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a season of newness, new beginnings. I love it. I'm so excited about it. Well, speaking of newness, like you actually just uh, recently completed your bachelor's degree while working full time. Yeah. Being a husband Mm -hmm. to your beautiful wife, Nicole. Yeah. And raising one, two, three, four... Five boys? Five boys, yeah. Ages 15 to, uh, what, just under two? Oh my gosh. 20 months or so. Okay, so what had to give in the midst of that time? Because like, to me, you're exactly, the reason why I wanted to interview you for this is because I think you understand this concept of like how to remain healthy, body, mind, and spirit, because you've been challenged to do it over the last couple of years. So like, what had to give like, in that time, in that season? To be honest, not a lot as far as major things. I think what had to give was just shifting schedules and priorities and also just trimming some things down. You know, my previous job, I was a campus minister at a Catholic high school, so I would be gone a lot. On retreats, we had close to about 18 retreats per year Wow! for our school, and then we would do like feeder school retreats for like middle school and grade school kids, um, schools, and we'd do retreats for them. And so we, the, the calendar was always full, you know, and then, like you mentioned, being a husband and a father of five and the oldest two are getting, you know, more active in sports and extracurriculars. So we have to kind of balance all those things and prioritize all those things. And then you mentioned, yeah, I finished my degree um, just this last February, 2021. And to kind of think about what, what had to give, I think... I just had to say no to a lot more things. Mm. Saying no to hanging out with friends all the time. 
not that I was hanging out with friends all the time, but even less time, yeah. but still making it important enough that I have social time with friends, um, especially my guy friends. And, you know, Chris, David and Matt, we just made sure that that was a priority for me as a man to have a brotherhood that way. Absolutely. But they were also busy, you know, as busy as I was and some even more busy. So we just had to make sure that our time was spent, but it wasn't as frequent. But we, we it was found intentional. ways. Yeah. It was intentional. Yeah. I think that's the key word, is intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to be intentional with everything that I did. Mm-hmm. And that means saying no to, hey, Francis, could you lead worship for this event? Hey, Francis, can you fly over here to, to do this event for me or for us? And I had to say no. Yeah. Because I'm just one person. And God placed something before me that had priority, and that's finishing my degree and being as present to my family as possible and also doing my job well at the high school. Yeah. So what had to give was just my desire to do everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot, of, a lot of lessons learned of dying to self, saying no to certain things so that I can say yes to what was important and what was urgent and what God placed before me. I love that. I think that's something that a lot of our students, I'll be honest, even I struggle with, you know, in my age and in, in my career and stuff like that. So well, like, I, don't, I don't have it down. No, absolutely. You know, still, yeah, still learning. And every, every time there's something new or something more, I just have to reevaluate and discern and pray and, and make a decision. Okay, this is, this is good. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? This is good, but it can wait. Well, you also have a beautiful wife who probably sits there and says, um, yeah, mm, I don't know if you should be doing that. I yeah, mean, she's... does she help you in some way? Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is amazing. She does keep me in check. If I'm losing my, my footing, she's a good reminder of, Hey, remember what your priorities are. And she helps me in, in a lot of those decisions to say no to things and say yes to what we as a family, because when I say yes to something, it's not just me. Yeah, your whole right? family saying yes to that. My whole family has to be yeah. in agreement with what I'm doing. Wow. But yeah, Nicole is a is a walking and living saint. She hates that, but um, <laughs> that I say that. But she is, and she's helping me to become a saint. I love that. Okay, well, let's break this down just a little bit and focus on each area that we want to focus on here. Like, because yeah. I, I we we want to talk about physical health and, and mental health and like also spiritual health. And so body, mind and spirit, but like, let's start with physical health. Like I know you, you recently picked up running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In fact, you even challenged me to run a hundred miles between Easter and Pentecost, which I completely failed. Um, no, I don't say completely. I failed. Okay. <laughs> I will admit it. He's just giving me leeway for like maybe 20 miles. Okay. But, um, why is physical health so important to you? You know, like what, what made you even want to do something like that? That's a huge, that was a huge commitment. Yeah. I've never been a runner, um, but I was, I was always somewhat healthy. I was conscious about my health. And I think it's because we have been given a body, mm-hmm. right? It's a gift mm-hmm. and we have to take care of it. Um, I love this quote, which brings me to, you know, that, that whole idea of, of the body brings me to this quote. Um, it's from St. Gregory. And it says, because the soul is the form of the body, any kind of disturbance in any area, mind, body, and spirit, is like a stone thrown into a pool. The ripples will spread to the furthest edge. Mm-hmm. So if I want to be healthy, uh, a healthy husband, father, human being, all those things are integrated, mind, body, and spirit. Um, but in this particular case, we're talking about the body, 
You know, um, St. Paul says this, 1 Corinthians, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Honor God with your bodies. Yeah, so we when, we, when yeah. we think about health and mm-hmm. bodily health, we're not just doing it for ourselves. It's not just this venture to be vain and to exactly right to to look good, you know, and feel good. And those come when you're healthy, mm-hmm. but it's ultimately to to honor God, mm-hmm. uh, to honor God because we've been given this body, and so what we do with it, it connects our mind and our spirit. Um, all, it's all integrated. Absolutely. So if, if we're taking care of our bodies, it's going to be healthier because it affects our mind. It also mm-hmm. affects our soul and our spirit. Our emotions, our everything, yeah. So it's all interconnected. We can't isolate just, oh, I'm just going to take care of my body. Mm-hmm. Well, when you take care of your body, it aids in taking care of your health. I mean, of your mind and, mm-hmm. and, and of your spirit as well. But getting into running, um, it all started really with Exodus 90 a couple of years ago. Some, a handful of friends wanted to do it, to challenge each other to, to greater holiness, um, to say no to a lot of worldly things. And if you're not familiar with Exodus 90, it's a 90-day challenge to rid yourself of a lot of worldly things like, you know, hot showers, um, dessert, sweets, social media, use of your computer and There's devices. There's a female version too. I'm trying to remember. There is. The, I can't remember what oh, it's what called. Is it called? Oh, it'll come to me. <laughs> So anyway, if you're interested in that, you can look them up. Exodus 90. So anyway, we started with this program, and it, a lot of these asceticisms were to, put, to cut out certain things in our life to kind of keep it more simple and in hopes of focusing or refocusing and realigning our life towards the Lord, right? And so that was really helpful because one of the things that it asked was to have 30 minutes of regular exercise at least three times a week. That's doable. Yeah, it was very doable. Very it doable. was it was a great place to start. And even before I was I was going to the gym periodically. I used to surf all the time, but you know, with family and kids and that kind of diminished a little bit. But I was still health conscious. I wanted to make sure that I was eating somewhat right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Sleeping enough. Sleeping enough <laughs> and sleep and rest and activity. I don't want yeah. to be sedentary. No. You know, because this is not good. You don't need your eye watch to tell you to get up and move. Like you just <laughs> wanted to be doing it. <laughs> right. Like, right. Anything that doesn't move for, for a long period of time starts to stink and smell. So I didn't <laughs> want to do that. So I started getting into some exercise, going to the gym. Um, and then the pandemic hit. Mm. And one of my friends said, hey, there's this running app that I'm using. Want to join us? I'm like, sure. So I started running. I hated it. <laughs> hated it. I've never been a runner. I'm like, what am I doing? We're just running aimlessly. I usually, I'm running because I'm, you know, chasing a kid <laughs> or, or I think the only reason I would run is if I was being chased by the cops or something like that. But this you gave would not me, be being chased. By the cops. <laughs> no, no. Um, but this gave me a, a reason to, okay, there's a challenge that a buddy of mine offered to me and would you challenge me to certain things? And I usually say, yeah, and I want to succeed. Um, I'm driven that way. So I started running even more. Um, and then you mentioned I challenged um, a handful of my friends to join me in this uh, Lent to Pentecost 100-mile challenge. 
And what I really wanted to do was connect my running with prayer. Mm-hmm. And so I asked everybody that would participate, like for every mile they ran, to connect an intention, whether that's for yourself, a loved one, for your work, mm-hmm. whatever it is that's on your heart, like just attach it to the mile that you ran. And so that was for me, it accomplished two things, right? Mm-hmm. It helped me to become healthy and regularly become a runner. And mm-hmm. I, I run now on average about 55 to 60 miles a month. That's amazing. So students, if you want to go running with Francis, you he's know, totally re- he's ready. He's ready to go on the track over at USC and just to- go for dude, it. Uh, totally. I, so I've, since <laughs> I started here at, at the center, after work, I would run around USC. And it's about two miles around USC, so I've, I've tracked it. So I've been thinking about that. I was like, maybe we could start like a... A, a running club. You know, a, a Caruso running club. I'll do the walking club. You do the running club. Okay. <laughs> so I'd be down for that. I love that. So anyway, it's important that we take care of our bodies because yeah. it is. It's, it's what, a, what God gave us as a gift. And so we take care of it because it, when we do take care of it, it, it glorifies God. And yeah. that's it's all about. So. Yeah. And I think it's more than fearing the freshman 15 or any of those types of things. It's, it's, it's about like how we take care of the body that God gave us. And that's and, so beautiful. And there's different ways to do it. Yeah. Not just running, right? My, some people I know that have trouble with their knees, mm-hmm. swimming, swimming. Or, or something low impact. Mm-hmm. Um, so find what works for you. Mm-hmm. So I like, I like working out like alone. Mm-hmm. Um, not because Some people I hate need that accountability people. with somebody else, you know. If that, but it's not that, that's yeah. what you need. Then then work out with a buddy or a group, right? So there's group there's group exercises you can sign up for, yeah. or, or you can create Got your the own gym group. here. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. You can go running by yourself. You can join a running club in person, or even join a running club virtually. Mm-hmm. Like you join a running club through apps, and, yeah. and you track each other's running and encourage one another and say, "Yay, add a boy, good job, nice work." So find those means of exercise that work for you. Yeah. Walking. Walking. That's all I do. Right. I love walking. Walking between study sessions. Mm-hmm. And you'll walk from class to class anyway, yeah, right? You're going to get your steps in for you, sure at but, USC. <laughs> but you, you know, you find yourself not, not moving and, and like getting tired or lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to get up. I just got to get up. Walk for 10 minutes. It's, it's simple things. Drinking yeah. enough water, like being hydrated. It's right. eating right, not just eating pizza every night. Like yeah. you guys have a car that you can swipe and go get wherever you want, but like be conscious of the choices that you're making. Yeah. Like all of it, it connects to like how we take care of our body. And so, so many times we just, we don't think about it. We yeah. just kind of go off of cravings and, mm-hmm. you know, even just like Friday nights, frat row, like, do you go? And, you know, enjoy a few beers and things like that, even though you shouldn't be like, it's yeah. all of it. You know, there's so many ways to be healthy mm-hmm. and there's so many ways that you're going to be tempted to be unhealthy. Yeah. And so, it's all about taking care of your body. I know we talking, we're talking more about exercise, yeah. but you brought up a couple of things like what you put into your body, mm-hmm. it, it affects you, right? Yeah. So one of the things that Exodus 90, which I still do, I haven't been done, I haven't done in a couple of years is cut out the sugars that I'm taking into my body. It's hard to do. Yeah. I, I loved, I used to love like caramel fraps and java chip and mm-hmm. all these things from starbucks that are loaded with sugar mm-hmm. and so what i did was i cut out i say like 75 80 yeah. percent of yeah. my sugar intake and i feel better yeah and it's it's helped me um give me more energy because mm-hmm. i don't have these highs and lows um from the the sugar rush 
But it's it's just I don't miss it. Like now, I drink my yeah. coffee black with no creamer or sugar. You're bold. You know? I can't do that yet. Yeah, I've gotten to one sweet mo. I'm good. I've gotten bougie with my coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, all of us have. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you know, diet is 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 part of it. Exercise and the main thing that most people ignore, and I know it's hard to do this, especially when you're in school and college, is rest, mm-hmm. sleep, especially during midterms, especially during finals. Yeah. But sleep. Like one of the main things that if you're trying to maintain or build your body, like muscle or health, yep. is sleep and rest. There's no way around it. You have to rest. Because mm-hmm. if you don't rest, your body starts to break down. Bodybuilders, they have to rest. They can't just lift, lift, lift. There's rest involved. And be intentional about the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can become healthier in body, if we really incorporate all those things, what we eat, regular exercise, and the most important thing, proper rest. Mm-hmm. And, and that ties into spiritual life too, which we'll get into. In yeah, second. absolutely. Well, before we go to spiritual life, let's dive into something that I think is going to be a big emphasis this next year. Because I know that during the pandemic, the statistics say like four out of 10 adults were experiencing symptoms of anxiety or depression um, disorders. And like I, I share that um, because it's consistent. It's consistently up, um, up from one in 10 adults, like to go from four out of 10 adults from one in 10 adults, that that's a huge, huge uptick. And so Mm -hmm. I know that that's something that USC campus is very aware of the polls since like July, 2020 found that many adults are reporting just negative impacts on their mental health and well-being, such as difficulty sleeping, which we just talked about, mm-hmm. eating, um, increases in alcohol consumption and substance use, um, and also worsening chronic conditions like due to worry and distress and, and things like that. But like knowing these statistics, what, what do you think we can do to make sure our mental health is a priority during college? Learn how to stop. Hmm. I think... Learning how to pause and stop is not taught to us. Um, I know my son right now, he's 15 and he's playing football. And all summer, it's been go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of you, uh, you know, uh, scholar athletes and athletes out there know what that's like if you're playing for a team um, or any kind of sport or even in academics right? Maybe you were like your senior year in, in high school or you're just constantly on the go. And even as parents, we're constantly on the go, driving here, driving there, going here, picking up there, groceries, (laughs) whatever else. Life is busy, but I don't know who said it, but the devil lurks and works in busyness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we fear stopping because the silence yeah, can it's, help it's, us. Like it makes us kind of sit in that state well, that we're in. You Cause know? we've been conditioned yeah. to be productive. Mm-hmm. If you're not quote unquote productive, then you're wasting time. Yeah. I remember when my kids were younger and we lived in Irvine, we would go to the park. This one, we only had two kids, maybe three, maybe four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, definitely not four, because four, we okay. were already in Chino. Okay. Um, in Irvine, we were living there. And on Sundays, I would take the boys on a bike ride or a walk to the 7-Eleven. 
Oh, Slurpees. Slurpee Sunday. Slurpee Sunday. That's how, that's how Slurpee Sunday started. That's how it started. Y'all, this is a thing. Slurpee mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, um, on Sundays, uh, we would go with Slurpee Sunday. I remember, and sometimes we would videotape, like, a little jingle. We could, we'd come up with a little rhyme and a little jingle. Can like, you give us a sample? Oh, gosh. Um, come on. Slurpee Sunday. I'm glad it's not a Monday. <laughs> Something like that, you know? I love it. Um, so my boys and I would just come up with these things, and we'd, video, we'd record it and put it up on, on Instagram. Um, I've archived most of them, so you can't find them. But I remember one time, I remember because I, I, I think Pope Francis said it, or maybe it was Benedict, that said, waste time with your family. Mm. And I remember do, we did a Slurpee Sunday video, and the boys, one at a time, they said, wasting time with dad, wasting time with dad. And they did like little tumbles and rolls. <laughs> so in the world, pausing and stopping and not being productive may seem like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee it's not wasted. And in this culture of go, 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 where you, there's, no, there's no rest for your mind, I think the best thing we can do is just pause. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just for five minutes, mm-hmm. start with that. Just, you know what, I'm going to walk away from everything and just pause and sit in silence. Or if you can't handle silence, go into the church and walk <laughs> over to, you know, our parish, our yeah. church here. And, and if this church is locked, find one of us, we'll, find get you one in. Of us, we'll open <laughs> it. But just make sure that you find time to rest your mind and take a break. Mm-hmm. But even sometimes when we're taking a break, we're not really taking a break because we're planning all, of, mm-hmm. all these things. So we, it's, we have to learn that. We have to unlearn how to be, quote unquote, productive all and just all the time. sit. Yeah. Right? Martha and Mary. Mary just sat at the foot of the... And she chose the better. Of the Savior. And she chose the better. And I think that's what we can do for our minds, too. Also, if you're, you know, if you're into books and like you're in school right now, all you're reading is stuff for your, your class, textbooks, left and right, find a book. That's just fun to read. Mm-hmm. Leisure. Mm-hmm. The definition of leisure is whatever. <laughs> I don't know. That's a definition, but that's my that's definition. A great definition of leisure. Just whatever. Total it's Webster unplanned, dictionary. <laughs> unplanned, spontaneous. I've got ten minutes. I'm going to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe start with that, like an unplanned amount of time. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'll just take a walk. See what happens. I love it. But when you take a walk, just make sure you're safe. Okay, around this area. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing that we can do for our mind is read scripture. You know, read scripture. Spend time with with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot of things, a lot of references you can look and look up and say, "Hey, you know, I'm stressed out." Is there a scripture verse about stress? Yes, there absolutely. Is. There's a lot of them. Is there is there is there a verse about loneliness? Yes, yes there, there is. is. You know, you can find it in scripture. And God will speak to you that way and rest in it mm-hmm. and sit in it and allow it to, to put you at ease and ask for the, the Holy Spirit to give you peace. And I think that's what Jesus wants to give us. Right when he left, I give you peace, my spirit. Peace, I give you. Peace, peace. I leave you. Yeah. Peace is what God wants want. to give us. Yeah. Not, not an absence of turmoil, Mm-mm. but peace even in the midst of the storm, peace in the midst of the turmoil, of the stress, knowing that God is near, that God is always close. And all you need to do, like when Peter was sinking in the water, he just cried out, Lord, mm-hmm. save me. And Jesus was right there immediately. Yeah, He's always close. 
So if you're feeling like your, your mind's out of control and you're having a hard time and stress is going, you know, beyond your, your limits, yeah. pause, stop, Holy Spirit, come, give me peace. I think you're saying all these things. I literally just had a phone call this morning with a friend who is going through some serious, like, depression issues and things like that. And as you were talking, I was just sitting there thinking, like, the Lord literally prompted me. He, he prompted me this morning to call her and just like check in on her. And she started making a list of like, oh, I know other people are in a worse situation and they got this going on and that going on. And you know, what I have going on isn't that bad. And I, I just said to her, I go, but it's happening to you. It's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Don't minimize what's happening to you. Right. Like, let's talk about it. Yeah. And like, I think when it comes to mental health, admit what's going on. Don't be afraid to like turn to somebody, come to somebody here at the Catholic Center, talk to a good friend who isn't going to dismiss what you're feeling. Like, There's counselors here. You have resources at USC that most people will never have in their lifetime. You know, so like seek the help that you need and know that we're here for you. Yeah. And when you're talking about silence, I also was thinking about like how we offer silent retreats every year. Mm. And we offer one in the fall and one in the spring. And like a lot of people fear it. They fear that retreat. Like, I don't be silent all weekend. Like, you're not silent all weekend, first of all. Let me help you understand that. But we're not necessarily, like, leading you in praise and worship and, like, having, like, group games and things like that. Like, it is you and God and a spiritual director throughout the weekend as well as the sacraments. But, like, if you find that you're getting frazzled in the midst of fall or spring semester, take a weekend and be still. Take a weekend and just try something you maybe have never tried before and and. Be uncomfortable for a moment, but trust me, the Lord's going to meet you in that. And it's so beautiful. And I think it's one of the best things we do, not only for your spiritual health, but also for mental health as well. So plus you get a lot of sleep. So it's also your physical health. So, hey, that's one great retreat that you could sign up for. But um, yeah, I love all that. I love all that. Silence is scary, you know, because again, we're just, we're just not used to it. No, we're not. We're not used to it. We're used to constant noise, especially in LA. I mean, you're hearing sirens behind us right now and things like that. Like it's a constant out here, you yeah. know? So, so here's a, here's a scripture verse. I, I lost, I lost the re- scripture verse reference, but I have, I have the text. And those of you that are smarter than me will know where it's from. And I think it's, I mean, it's from St. Paul. Um, he says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I think a lot of times we're focusing on what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And First we're, of all that. Yeah. St. Paul's reminding us, like, think about these things. And all remind, it reminds me also to like, be grateful. Mm-hmm. Think about what's, what's good, mm-hmm. what's happening, what are the blessings that you have. What's good in your life? And, and thank God for those things. And sit with those things instead of, this is wrong. I'm stressed out. This relationship's going this way or that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can have a healthy mind if we take those things and apply it. Like, okay, what's pure? What's lovely? What's beautiful? All right, God, thank you for those things. Thank you for those things. Thank you. I'm at a university that's giving me a, a, an opportunity to learn and a community here at Caruso um, to help me with my faith or mm-hmm. thank you for Trisha for putting this podcast together. So Francis. I can, <laughs> you know, there's so many things we're, we're, we need to be grateful for that we just forget sometimes because we're kind of bombarded with the stress of life. 
So think about those things. Think about those things. Yeah. I love that. Well, let's go to the spiritual life. Like, how do we stay spiritually healthy? And for the past year and a half, many of us have experienced a church just responding to a pandemic by closing doors, <laughs> um, having masses outside, socially distancing. For some of us, not even receiving the sacraments, whether it be reconciliation or the Eucharist itself, and barely participating in the life of the church. Let's just be honest. That's kind of what it's felt like this mm-hmm. past year and a half. Um, and it definitely creates an impact on our spiritual life. So how have you seen young adults strive for a healthy spiritual life? in college. How have you seen that? Or maybe how can they <laughs> strive for a spiritual life in college? I've been part of uh, a number of different ministries with and for college students. Mm-hmm. And I think what I've seen really work is when college young adults are real and authentic. Yes. Not painting themselves as a good Catholic or a faithful Catholic, but being honest with where they're at in their journey with God and finding a community that will welcome them, challenge them, mm-hmm. and walk with them. I think it's about community. Mm-hmm. It's about connectedness. It's about belonging. And I've seen college students really thrive and grow and become more faithful um, because they have other people walking with them. And also sharing their experiences with each other, it, it, we realize that we're not alone. That, oh my gosh, you, you're going through that too? Mm-hmm. Maybe I can go to you and, and how did you deal with this? You know, so not, don't be convinced that you're alone. There's someone or someones out there. <laughs> multiples. <laughs> multiples. That have had similar experiences, mm-hmm. have gone through it, are going through it. Um, are past it. Are past it. So know that they're out there. There are people out there looking for the same thing as you are. Belonging, community, acceptance. Um, you're not alone. I think that's that, what the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Um, I feel like you just described, you've just described the Catholic Center. You know, that's what you'll encounter here. You know? Yeah. At least we, that's what we hope you encounter here. So. Yeah. I mean, that's the mission, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, what we do is not just put on retreats or music for mass. It's, mm-hmm. it's the church is you exactly. and me. The church is Christ mm-hmm. and you are part of Christ. And so you can find Christ here and find Christ in each other in the midst of all that. What are three practical tips you can give us in order that we might be healthy body, mind, and spirit? Just three Rapid fire, quick tips. Oh, three? Three. I mean, maybe one for body, one for mind, one for spirit. I have no idea. Whatever comes to your mind. Whatever you're thinking. For body, just get out and move. Get out and move. Go. Go move. And then you're going to tell us, stop. (laughs) For mind. And then for mind, (laughs) stop moving. (laughs) Um, I love it. No, but just just go and do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just go wow. and do it. Now you sound like a commercial. Just do it. Just do it. No, we're not <laughs> dropping any products here. No, we are not. Okay. <laughs> Unless they pay us to drop their name. Unless you want to advertise. Yeah, Come on, Ryan. I know. Yeah. No, just go out, go out and do it. Find what works for you and go out and do it. Exactly. You know? If it's walking, if it's swimming, if it's doing push-ups. Becoming a vegan. Most people do that in college. Go for it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, I've, I've, <laughs> hey, you do you, boo. Um, for mind, rest your mind. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just have to do it. Just rest your mind and invite the Holy Spirit to, to be present there. Love that. Um, for spirit, I think scripture says it more. And it is kind of connected, connects to what I was saying with gratitude. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 to 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ of Jesus for you. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Does that mean you're going to be on your knees praying, you know, our Father all day long? He's like, no. 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 Practice the presence of Christ. Yeah. Because He's present in everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Before taking a test, God be here with me. Getting on the freeway, making your top ramen. <laughs> um, Let's talk about top ramen. <laughs> hey, we have a big Costco box at home. Um, easy meal. High in sodium, so watch that. High in sodium. <laughs> um, you got to take it at moderation, okay, guys? But in all seriousness, uh, be in constant prayer. Yeah. And make your actions a prayer, right? I don't know if it's, if it's actually St. Francis that said it or it's just attributed to St. Francis. Make your life prayer. Not just prayers, mm-hmm. or reciting prayers, but your mm-hmm. life. Make your life a prayer, yeah. This is a prayer. This mm-hmm. is offered to you, God. And it's all for the glory of God. If our, if our mind, our body, and our spirit are, are healthy and they're functioning the way God intended it to be, it's not for our own glory. It gives glory to God. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Irenaeus, right, that famous quote? Mm-hmm. The glory of God is man, man fully, fully alive. Mm-hmm. Fully alive, that means all those parts of our being is, are, are healthy. Um, because it all affects, my mind affects my body. My body affects my spirit. It's all integrated. That's how yeah. we were designed from the beginning. Yeah. We were meant to be healthy, body, mind, and spirit. Not yeah. segmented, not like no. broken body, mm-hmm. okay mind, okay, yeah. your spirit's great. Like, it's not meant to be segmented. It's meant no. to be whole. We're meant to be whole, body, mind, and yeah. spirit. Yeah, it's that, it's that quote, right, in the beginning? Like, yeah. Like, because the soul is the form of the body. Yep. You can't separate the two things. You can't. It's, it's integrated. It's who we are. Mm-hmm. Our soul has been given a form, and that's the body. And this is a great quote um, from St. Augustine. It's funny because I woke up this morning mm-hmm. and I was scrolling through Instagram and uh, our, our good friend, Bobby Angel, Bobby Angel reposted something from Reform, which is this health, wellness, Catholic, Christ-centered thing. I don't know what they really do. <laughs> Counseling, like, I don't know. Yeah, we're not getting money from them either. No, so. <laughs> no. But they, but they posted this. Oh, he, he reposted this. And I, I was like, wow, amazing that I just came across this quote. This is what you and I were going to talk about today. It says this. Take care of your body as if you were going to live forever. Mm. And take care of your soul as if you were going to die tomorrow. Ooh. St. Augustine. Or Augustine for all of you. Augustine. Augustinians. Um, Wow, I love that. Isn't that great? That's fabulous. Like, of all the days that Bobby would repost that, that was today. See, that's God. That's what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Recognizing his presence and everything. He's present. He's right there. He's present. I love it. Absolutely. Okay, you ready for the rapid fire? Oh, no. Because the rapid fire is what I ask everybody who comes oh. on the podcast. Eesh. So there's three questions. Here we go. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. 
So think of yourself as a college student. What would you, as Francis at mm, such and such age, what would you now tell your college age self? Like what advice would you give to yourself in college today? Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 What would I tell my college age? Yeah. Like what, like, yeah. What would you tell yourself back in college knowing what you know now? Like what advice would you give? Laugh at yourself. Laugh at yourself. I like that. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. Amen to that. I like that answer. Okay. When you die and become a saint, because that is the goal. Okay. Even though we just heard that we have to live as if our bodies are going to live forever and everything like that. But like when you die and become a saint, just like St. Augustine or Augustine, what will you be the patron saint of? (laughs) A couple things probably. Francis Cabildo, patron saint of? Um... Really bad dad jokes. Okay. Can you give us one? Oh, gosh. No, Pressure. No, you, you can't think of any. Put me on the spot. You can't think of any. Um, what is brown and sticky? I have no idea. A stick. <laughs> okay. We're going to like really bad dad jokes. Anything else you want to be a patron saying of? <laughs> um, That's bad. It is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else besides really bad dad jokes? Like a serious, like a serious one? Or, uh, I don't know. It could be rapid fire. I'll, g- I'll give you. Okay. Okay, patron saint of bad dad jokes. Okay. Like I'm going to be the patron saint know. of procrastinators. Yeah? Yeah. Are you really? No, I'm not. Oh. I think the world needs less of them. So people need to pray to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they praying to procrastinate or to no, get to rid not of procrastinate. procrastinate? Oh, to not procrastinate. I also want to be the patron saint of common sense. Because oh, the world is lacking it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so your bad dad jokes. Okay. This is more saint of French press. Ooh, French press coffee. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he can also make you some French. He has like a travel French press coffee people. Like he's, he's one of those bougie coffee people. So Nicole has hit it on, on, on target with, her, with the gifts that she, she gave me. She, she's given me like a, what do you call that? Shoot, I'm blanking out. It's coffee, but not just coffee. It's uh, espresso. It. No, no, no. She got that. Somebody. She won that. She had a, a Nespresso machine at home. I love my Nespresso. Um, oh, uh, a pour over. Oh, a pour over. Yeah. For for. I'm home. too impatient for pour overs. No, it's nice. I'm just too impatient. That's good. See, you, you got to learn how to pause. <laughs> See, it's mind body. It's gonna be spirit. so fun working with you. Know. you. <laughs> <laughs> but. Watch your caffeine intake, people. Okay. All right. This is the last one. This one's a little bit more serious, and this is how we're going to kind of close in prayer. But um, oh, okay. what's your prayer for the students here at USC? And, like, can you close us yeah. in a prayer? My prayer for our students and our community here at USC would be that they would know that they are loved by God and that He likes them <laughs> and He wants them. Because with Him, they have everything. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank You. Thank You for Your goodness and Your faithfulness. That Your eyes of mercy and love is always towards us. We thank You for Your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has redeemed the world, who has redeemed me and my sin. 
and died on the cross so that I could be with you, Father. And I thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives me the courage and the strength to follow you, to say yes to you. So I pray for our students and our community here at USC that we would know that we are loved by you and that there's nothing that we can do that could separate us from that love. And may that love today change our hearts to transform us in mind, body, and spirit so that you, Heavenly Father, would be glorified now and forever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, thank you. You're thank welcome. you so much, Francis, for your time, for your witness, just for saying yes to being here. We're really excited to to have you here on the team and, and to see kind of what God does in the year ahead. And um, if any of you guys are interested in getting involved in our liturgical celebrations, whether it be being a lector, being a part of the, the music ministry, whether it be just simply helping welcome people like Francis is the one you want to talk to because... We want everyone to feel welcome when they walk in the doors and know that they are loved and liked by by the Lord. And so I can't wait to see what God does this next year. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm excited to see what God um, has in store for all of us. So come on by to the center. Come say hi. Say hello after Mass. Um, and again, um, we're not here to get anything from you. Um, just come. Just come. Come as you are. We yeah. love it. So good. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Remember to, to subscribe to the podcast to get automatic updates of new episodes. Our podcast is based on a quote from Pope Emeritus Benedict, who once shared, the world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Pray for us here at the Crystal Catholic Center to strive for greatness because we are praying for you to do the same. Have a great day and God bless. Fight on. You want another dad joke? I do want another dad joke. I do. Okay. What did Jay-Z call Beyonce before they were married? Fiance. (laughs) (laughs) Give me another. Give me another. Oh, geez. (laughs) One more. Um, This is going to be the outtakes. (laughs) Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Does he? For drizzle. (laughs) For drizzle. All right, that's enough. Okay. Have a good day, y'all. Bye. Bye.